the question is, why don't they buy? It's probably 99% not about you, but it's about them and their values. All right, number three. Here we go. Number three, any guesses? Everyone. Okay, this is the everyone myth, right? And we know about the everyone myth, don't we? Everyone will want this. Who has heard that? I want to be sure that you all have heard that. So we're not, uh, so you know what's going to come here. The party line, really. I'll tell you what. So do they? Do they all want, do they all want it? And you've just been screwing up royally, so you ought to quit with your tail between your legs? Is that what's going on? All right, so let me show you. How many of you think, or have been made to think over the years that this must be you, that it's your fault because everyone wants this. The upline said that, and you're not getting any customers, so it must be you. How many people have decided, yes, it was you? So you're the loser. You're the dum-dum. Well, what else? They let you know. You don't believe. You're not talking to enough people. You really, you know, you're just not committed. Isn't that what you hear? I mean, talk about another self-esteem buster. Okay, so here is the culprit. You want to see who the culprit is? Are you ready? 100 bucks. Nobody will guess who the culprit is. Any guesses? All right, let's do the culprit. Here is the culprit. Are you ready? And uh, I'm going to show you what this is right here. Every product line has low-end to high-end customers and low-end to high-end products and services. So I should restate that. Every product or service has low-end to high-end. Okay? doesn't matter what it is. So let's take skincare. Let's say you're in a skincare company and you're wondering how come everybody says it's too expensive and it must be you and blah, blah, blah. You ready? So let's say these are products of major multi-million dollar companies. Okay? So these are not some dingbat companies. Pons has cream for six bucks. That's what it is. Another company, Clinique, I'm sure many of you know what that one is. Their typical product mix is about 45 bucks. Everybody has a little higher and lower, but I'm talking about these are brands that kind of fall into these categories. Uh, and then we have Shiseido and like La Prairie, and you can fill them in, but that's their average little package is close to 100 bucks. Uh, and then we have La Mer, and this is a really high-end product. This bottle this jar for $465 is actually one of their cheaper ones. They have products that are $2,400 per jar. I know they used to sell them at the Golden Door where I used to go quite a bit. So, you know, that's kind of the story. So let me ask you something. So you, let's say, are marketing one of the skincare lines, right? We've got like five or six pretty big skincare companies. And your product's about $100 bucks a month, $8,500, okay? And so you knowing nothing about your audience, because of course they've said everyone wants this, right? And with how would you know <laughs> anything else, right? You just kind of learn, the, the, here they are, they're supposed to know everything, everybody wants this, great, that sounds good. So of course I'm gonna sign up, everybody wants it, are you crazy? So you've got this $95 product, $85 product, and so you start making your calls, right? Call all the warm market, tell them how great it is, make them do you a favor and try it and test it, and blah, blah, blah. So let's say your Aunt Lulu says, okay, I'll, I'll try the product. And you give it her a sample or whatever you do. And a week later, you call up, you know, all excited. And did, did she love it? Did she love it? Yes, yes. The product's really nice. And, and um, you know, she got some good results. And so, okay, great. So um, you want to like, um, you know, get it and <laughs> like that? And she says, no, honey, not really. 
And you go, well, why not? I mean, it worked, right? It, it did it. So, and she said, well, honey, it's really too expensive. But it does all this stuff and it has, you know, hoo-ha in it and ha-hoo in it. And it has Dr. Dingling who says this about it and Dr. Doha who says this and that about it. And she says, it's really too, too expensive, even though, you know, it was nice. And so who was the culprit? If you were to have known this, you didn't, of course, because they tell you everyone's going to want this. But she, in fact, is a Pons user. She's happy with her $6 jar of Pons every month. So who was the culprit? Was it you? Is it your fault that she didn't buy? Yes or no? Right? No? Nope. <laughs> Anybody else? Who's the culprit? It's the user. It's the darn user that's the culprit, right? Because they have different values. There are, you know, for this one, there are hundreds. The Pons is a multi-million dollar company, probably, you know, 100 million. Clinique is in the tens of millions. Shiseido in the tens of millions. Le Maire, I don't know what they are, but they have to be in the multi-millions. Each one has their customers that are loyal and swear by the product. Now, do you think the Le Maire people think that everybody is their customer? And same thing, everybody may need it. You know, they like to say that. Everybody needs this. Really? Is that so? Is that like kind of not bordering on arrogant when you really do that? Well, everybody needs it, you know, really. The best way to get yourself uninvited to any party and any social gathering is to pretend that yours is better and everybody needs yours. And people who do that with religions get, I mean, people go crazy. Look at all the world wars. People killing each other over what their religious faith is. And they don't even know the truth until after they die. And then after that, they don't come back and report. So we don't even know for sure. We feel for sure. And we all think we know for sure. But there are millions of different people who have different books and have different beliefs. So if you go around saying, well, everybody needs this. And if this is in your attitude, you know, you're going to have a superiority that comes across that other people don't like. So they will stay away from you. They may not need it at all. You know, Pons could say everybody needs Pons because it's only six bucks. You'd have money left to give, I don't know, poor children in China money. It's all your personal values. Nobody needs anything. They really don't. They choose for themselves what they need. We have to allow personal freedom. And so coming across to say, well, everybody needs it. Well, yeah, great. If you want to market like that, you are for sure going to not, you're going to be persona non grata everywhere you go. Because it's saying that blue eyes are better than brown eyes. Really? According to whom? So what you do is you find people who have the values that your product has already and go calling for them, ring on their bells and their doors, you see, rather than trying to change people's values because that often causes wars, not only in countries, but also people who have no place to go for Christmas dinner because they insist Everybody needs this. And they forget to step back. See, inside your company, we have cultures. And some people would call them cults. And every network marketing company thinks theirs is the best. Every network marketing company thinks that, and there are thousands of companies, by the way, and they all think that everybody needs theirs. They all think that. And therefore, in the meetings, in the events, the conventions, that's all that's pushed. 
Well, and you want to think your product is the best for you. However, once you're outside of that culture and you're in the real world where, say, skincare people know about these options and many more, there are hundreds of skincare lines, good grief, then you can't come up with this hootie-tootie attitude that yours is the best and therefore everything they're doing must be low end. Do you see what I mean? So you step back out of your culture and you go to the rest of the world and find out, okay, where are the people who are likely to, who are already buying something like this? Do you see what I mean? Have I sold you? Yes or no? Say yes, well, we'll finish this. The everyone needs this, true or false? Well, you may believe it, but if you go out and say it into the world of people who, have, who believe they need something else, you will just end up really alienating yourself because you come across like a, like a cult person. That's what happens. So you may, if you want to feel that, well, then find a better way to market so that the people who are already aligned come to you, okay? Let me tell you the truth about everyone. Seth Godin, most of you know who he is. Almost no one will want your product. Almost no one. You really need to understand this. Don't get depressed. It's not depressing. Once you know how to do it. Do you understand this? That almost no one will want your product. How many people believe that's true? Based on your own experience or false. Which is it? What have you found? Almost nobody wants it. Does that mean the product's bad or you're bad? No. It just means that there, for every product, there's probably a hundred versions. And so if three out of a hundred people want your product, it's not sad. It's just, you have to learn how to do it. Trust me. If you wouldn't want it any other way, you wouldn't. Because that would mean that you would have no choice. They would say, this is the skincare and you're going to use it whether you like it or not. That's it. You wouldn't have 50 choices. And now you do. See, we probably have too many choices. But if you think about no one will want your product, almost no one will happen. Say you call leads, you call 100 leads and you connect with everybody and three or one says yes. That's one in 100. That's how it is, no matter who's doing the calls and no matter what they're selling. One or two in 100. Because that's the only one. In, that's because the other people have other choices and that they've chosen, you know? So somebody says, well, I'm sell weight loss and great. Everybody's overweight, right? The world's full of fatties. We all know that. And you say, oh, well, they're going to want my product. Well, maybe yes, maybe no. There are hundreds of weight loss options. Some of them are 5 and $10 appetite suppressants. Others are $10,000 a week fat loss camps and weight loss camps. Others are complete alternative eating programs. There are hundreds and hundreds of options that people have. And they can get them all online. So you going out there acting like everybody needs your option outside of your, your culture in your company makes you come across as an ignoramus that you don't realize that they have all these other options. So you, you, know, you want to come across as an advisor. That's why we teach this, okay? All right. So the question is, why don't they buy? It's probably 99% not about you, but... It's about them and their values. That's really the bottom line, okay? And what is the fix? You learn to call people's names. It's just like if you go shopping for shoes at Nordstrom's and you're a woman and you're size eight and there are 5,000 pairs of shoes in that store. If you say, I'm looking for women, half the shoes in the store are suddenly out of the running. Only 2,500 pairs left, right? And then you say, well, I want running shoes. Well, of all the 2,500 pairs of women's shoes, probably 10% might be running, let's pretend. 
So that leaves you 250 pairs of running shoes. And then you got to say, well, I want Nike. So they go, okay, so of those 250, there's, I don't know, 10% are Nike versus some other brand. And then you want size eight. So that leaves, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 pairs. And then you want white. So that leaves five pairs. This is called shopping for shoes. And this is what you're doing. You're going shopping for people, calling out what you want. I want this, 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 and this. And what happens? The shoe person comes to bring you four or five pairs of shoes that are likely to fit and you walk away with one. That is the process of learning to call someone's name. Does that make sense to everybody? Remember, all products have their customers. High-end, mid-end, and obviously lower-end. All of them have their customers. So you need to find who, who are your right ones rather than Lemire doesn't go around trying to get Pons people and say, well, you need this. Of course, they feel that, but they don't do that because that's not their market. <laughs> the market would never consider it, right? Myth number four, and this is the last one. Anybody can guess the last one? This is another really, it begins with S. Who, who knows what it is? Hey there, excited you're here. This is Kim Claver, and I'm really excited to get you the rest of these if you like this so far. I mean, to make network marketing great again, we gotta get rid of the myths that are keeping people down, right? So here's what's gonna happen. You can get the rest of this at poorhousemyths.com, P-O-O-R-H-O-U-S-E-M-Y-T-H-S.com, and you'll be able to sign up and register and get the whole webinar on the house, plus, of course, how to turn things around so we can make network marketing great again for you and for other people who have been held back by these silly myths that keep people in the poorhouse, okay? This is Kim Claver. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.